0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and today's uh, podcast is uh, directly focused on um, uh, the next level of our month's program. And you may remember we we elected to, uh, as a group, we elected to go through a bunch of podcast topics and project them out into the in, ahead of ourselves. And this is about inner wealth, and we have um, discussed them all at some stage during the past, but today is a favorite of mine, and it's called personal harmony. Personal harmony. What is personal harmony? Well, the truth be known without personal harmony, life's a shit. And I think personal harmony comes, it's where inner wealth comes internal. And I think trying to define personal harmony as anything else but an internal process would be, <clears throat> would be quite foolish because once, it's just like putting somebody's name in our goal list. If I said um, my uh, yoga friend uh, Eileen was uh, going to teach me yoga and Eileen is not there next year, then uh, putting her name in my goal list means the goal doesn't manifest. So it's really wise not to put people's names in your goals, but to say, uh, my family, for example, I'm going on holiday and I will invite my family to come with me. So the goal is I'm going on holiday. And as a side effect to that, you're going to invite your family. Uh, I'm building a business. I'm going to invite my investors to uh, come with me. So When we make goals, we need to make those goals what's called unfuckwithable. In a simple language, unfuckwithable means that those goals are really, really important um, and they're not depending on somebody else's input to manifest them. Well, personal harmony is exactly the same thing, but it comes to how we feel. you know, we can feel tired. We can feel energetic. We can feel inspired. We can feel thankful. We can feel um, uh, hungry. We can feel tired. We can feel thirsty. We can feel. We can feel a bunch of things, and the question will become: um, the question will become whether we are able to sustain personal harmony without the externalities of life. Now that's not an easy ask at any stretch of the imagination is it because at some point we do need to collaborate with others in a community we do need family we do need you know to be with our kids at some point we do start to externalize the definition of personal harmony but for today I want to define personal harmony as stillness and the stillness is it means it's it's unbreakable and that is, that requires a significant amount of what's called courage. And courage is the thing that comes to defeat fear. And fear is the thing that comes to try and sabotage our visions or sabotage our life. So we're going to come back to the courage to be still. And stillness is not necessarily sitting still. Stillness means that we hold our space. Now, that space is a space of intent intent in the world. And um there are it's easy to get uncertain it's easy to get um uh, what's call it lose self-belief it's easy to become tired it's easy to become confused but at the end of the day what we're trying to sustain here is the belief in the self the belief in the self the belief not in so much in the self but in the belief in the thing that the self is doing and Personal harmony comes when we feel like we're on track, when we're in the groove, when we're doing the thing. And personal harmony needs a good balance. Balance is not balance in the seven areas of life and nothing to do with that. Balance is not to do with work and life. It's nothing to do with that. And balance is not to do with the mind, although it has something to do with that. What we're talking about when we talk about balance is balance between effort and non-effort. So uh, whether it's um, measured as a sports person puts in training and then has a recovery period or a business person puts in an accelerated uh, period of hard work and then has some recuperation balance is the, the accelerator and the brake the accelerator and the brake and being able to recuperate now I ride a bike a road bike and I know the theory of a road bike is each time you pedal around the the pressure needs to be on the pedal even when the pedals coming up the back the your leg pulls the pedal up pushes it across the top pushes it down again the other side scrapes your foot in the mud across the bottom and pulls it up again so there are devices that they use called power meters that measure the pressure on the pedal all the way around the stroke and both legs should be equal pressure all the time, and both legs should be uh, in the four quadrants of a pedal stroke, exactly the same pressure on the pedal. Now, of course, the, the part of our leg that pushes down is the quad, and the part of our leg that pulls up the back is the hamstring. The part that pushes across is the glute, and the part that scrapes along the bottom is possibly even another part of the hamstring. So different muscles kick in around the cycle of a pedal stroke now it's no different to a swimming stroke when you reach out in front you take the catch you pull your elbow down your hand is vertical the muscles that are pulling at the start of that stroke are not the same muscles that are still pulling and accelerating at the end of the stroke they're different muscles so each muscle gets a chance to activate and deactivate activate and deactivate even in a riding a bike at a cadence of 90 revs per minute, you're pedaling 90 times a minute each leg. Um, each muscle it, it engages and disengages to a certain degree on the way around the pedal stroke. So if you use your quads um, to to push down a lot, you use your glutes to, to, to sweep around. So the glutes and the quads are swapping and therefore you're getting on off experience you're getting uh, intensity and lack of intensity intensity and lack of intensity and this is what's meant by balance in personal harmony to be able to harmonize the balance between on and off now sometimes you might be sitting at your desk using your imagination sometimes you might be communicating sometimes you might be being visual visionary sometimes you might be in a different space physicalizing your presence in a room the thing is, if you did one of those things all day, you would become exhausted. Just like that truck going past, if it stays in that gear all day, we'll be in all sorts of trouble at the end of the hill. So, and, and therefore what we're talking about is balance between uh, action and recovery, action and recovery. Now, the wisest balance between action and recovery would be best to be in the hour, rather than in the day. But even in the day, we do have a period of activity and then we have some a break and then we have sleep. And that sleep needs to be of quality to balance the activity of the day. And if the activity is not enough, the sleep will be bad. If the activity is too much, the sleep will be bad. And uh, negotiating this uh, balance uh, between action and reaction is really important. Now there are unsophisticated process of recovery. Such as meditation, such as uh, lying on the floor and doing such. So there's un, watching TV. There's 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 unsophisticated, but the best recovery is activity. And most people don't quite comprehend the importance of remaining active, to enable recovery. So I have a Garmin watch, and if I go for a bike ride and then come home, have a shower, sit down, and have breakfast. About fifteen minutes into the breakfast, my watch will start um, buzzing saying, move, 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 move. You gotta move, 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 move. And that basically is saying that my recovery is being hampered by me not moving. So balance and personal harmony is this balance between activity and recovery, activity and recovery, and between movement and not movement, between sitting at desk and not sitting at desk, between. Um, eating and digesting it's all the time it's like the tide comes in the tide goes out so i put a book on my blog um, my book called personal harmony that describes all this in in great detail Um, but just to give you a great example and a, a metaphor for this when we go up the himalayas we have to acclimatize and some people have to acclimatize more than others Uh, the reason for that is their metabolism doesn't adapt as quickly as other people do to the necessity to drain uh, liquid out of the cells of the body and so as you go up the pressure goes off your body and as the pressure comes off your body as you go up in altitude the fluids and what have you in your body the cells and everything starts to expand and of course to prevent that we need to dump liquid so you can quite often find yourself pissing even four litres a day, even though you need to drink another two litres, the, the liquid balance in your body will go down and you, therefore you lose an enormous amount of weight in, in acclimatisation. The failure to do so means you'll eventually get uh, really bad headaches, and um, and potentially your brain gets so big that it almost explodes in your in inside your skull. And uh, cerebral edema is a terrible. Um, pulmonary edema is so when the cells of the uh, lungs dump dump liquid into the lungs, and you end up having pleurisy, pneumonia, or drowning in your own uh, liquids in your lungs. So. The body is really adaptive. And this is a great example of personal harmony. As you stress the body each day, let's say you acclimatize, you go up 300 meters um, total. We always go up another 100 meters above that um, and then come back to the 300 meter from the day before for sleep. So the body's experienced between three and 500 meters altitude gain. It's come back to 300. And at 300, typically your body will adapt uh, overnight. It will adapt to the acclimatization process that it's been involved with the day before. And the next day you'll be ready to do it again. But every third day we stop altitude gain and we take a day off. So you do 300 uh, day one, you do 400 or 500 meters, come back and sleep at 300 meters high. The next day we would go to for example, I don't know, eight, 900 metres above the first day uh, and then come back and sleep um, at 600 metres. So we've only added 300 metres per day. The third day we would stay in that uh, location for two nights to allow the body to adapt and then we would continue another two days. Now, this process of adaptation um, is also necessary for your work life and your sport life and your relationship life. You move forward, but you also need to step back and and assimilate. And now, nature never grows in straight lines. Businesses never grow in straight lines, although people do all straight line graphs. God knows why they do that. But businesses and, and lives grow in curves, and these curves are explained by nature's law, that everything evolves at the border of chaos and order. The chaos is when you're acclimatizing, you're moving up, and the order is when you stay overnight, for a couple of days in one place and let your body adapt to that altitude. It's the same in business. You might have a couple of months of growth. You you may need to take the foot off the accelerator, otherwise people will not handle the stress stress pressure increase as well as they should. What they need is to put the accelerator on, pull it off, stay at that place for a couple of uh, weeks, and then put the pressure on again and push at that place for a couple of weeks. And it's the same in relationship and 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 sport. So personal harmony is really keeping pace or working in hands um, in hand with nature and nature's law. And I think that's a really really important component of living happily and being balanced in the accelerator recovery, accelerate recovery, being balanced in the push and pull, being balanced into the give and take, be be balanced in everything. We do, but most importantly, recognizing that we evolve in, we surge in our evolution, then we have to take a break, pull back, just chill down and let that, let that stress level assimilate, not by doing nothing. On the stress day, on the, on the acclimatization day, where we stay at the same altitude, we actually do go for a rather significant exploratory bushwalk. We keep the body engaged and active. And whether it's your Garmin watch or your Aura Ring or your Fitbit, whatever it is, it will tell you on your day off, don't be passive, get some exercise, go and do things, even if it's just uh, window shopping or go for a walk and play ball in the park, but make sure you're still moving around, not, not stagnated and static. This is Chris. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.